Welcome to the Adventure Church Podcast. We're so glad you're here. Pastor Andrew Dawson has a message for us called The Seven Hebrew Words for Praise. God is so amazing that he deserves multiple words and definitions for how he is praised. Aren't you glad that you don't have to praise God in just one way? We hope you enjoy this message. Amen. Amen. Are you guys excited to be here today? Come on. Oh, you guys, I'm so excited right now. Um, man, we got, we got a party in this church. I, I heard y'all in worship. Oh, um, for those of you who don't know, um, Pastor CJ is doing a wedding this weekend out of town. And so I have the privilege of uh, giving some word today. Um, super excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get excited. Come on. We're going to have some church, y'all. <laughs> Um, no, yeah, so um, my name is Pastor Andrew. I'm the worship pastor here at Adventure Church, if you guys don't know that. Um, my wife is a super cute girl over oh, right here. This is Becky. Um, so, yeah, you should get up for her. Come on. <laughs> um, so we, we're the worship pastors here, and, uh, and man, we just, we just we love being part of this team. Um, we love uh, Pastor CJ and Cheryl, and, uh, man, it's just, this is such a great church to be a part of. Um, so, uh, today, uh, we have a really, uh, interesting, uh, title. We're going to do a little, uh, teaching. Is that okay? Like a little teaching, preaching? Y'all okay with that? Okay. If you said no, I'd still do it anyway. So <laughs> that's fine. Um, so today we're going to be talking about the seven Hebrew words of praise. Can I get a raise of hand? Has anyone ever heard of that before? Seven Hebrew words of praise? A couple? Yep. Awesome. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, and so um, this, is, this is such an interesting thing. But first, before we get in, I'm going to pray. Jesus, we thank you for who you are, God. We thank you for the word that you give to us, Jesus, for the times that you speak to us in our lives, God. We just thank you so much for, for your love today, Jesus, and that, God, that you, you are good all the time. God, you're sovereign and, and you love us no matter what, Jesus. So we thank you for that love, God. And God, we pray that today we can learn different ways that we can praise you, Jesus. In your name, everyone said, amen. amen. Well, today, um, so we're going to be talking about seven Hebrew words of praise, and there's so much to go through, so I'm so worried that I'm not going to finish because there's a musical after this, so we have to go really quick after church, but it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm, I'm really sad. So before we get into seven Hebrew words of praise, um, I did a little Facebook post, and, and I said, um, what do you struggle with most during worship um, in a church setting? And I had a ton of really great responses. Um, and this was really interesting to me. Um, they're really, um, it, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of like spiritual elements that made people struggle. There's a lot of like what, what we would call like worldly elements that made, made us struggle in worship. Um, so I'll, I'll put a lot of these up. There's, um, and I just like kind of ca- generally categorize some of these. Um, so there's, there's some people said that the music is too difficult. And this isn't, by the way, this isn't our church. This is, I have, I have two, over 2,000 Facebook friends, so they're from all over. <laughs> Not that we're in a race, but no. Um, no, but so my point is this is a perspective from a lot of different areas, okay? This is a general in church, not this specific church. So this is people in general, all right? So they said um, sometimes the music can be too difficult, so that makes them struggle to enter into worship. Some people said um, it's that's too performance-based and not genuine worship, meaning the worship team is too performance-based. Again, not us because we're the perfect church, but uh, <laughs> that was my imaginary hair flip, by the way. Um, 
I'm bald, thanks. Um, but anyway, um, so, so performance-based worship inside genuine worship. Okay, so that, that's a legit um, thing that can, can distract us, right? Um, some, sometimes it's being distracted, just being distracted by whatever's going on in your life. Um, we, we all go through a lot of different things, and we still show up to church, but it doesn't mean those things go away, right? So, so sometimes those things can distract us for what we're, we show up here to do and to uh, intentionally focus on with being worshiped to God. Um, some people said two self-centered lyrics, me, making it, it's all about us and, oh, Lord, I'm going through this and blah, 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 or maybe worship should just be like, just praise to God. Um, so some people said that, um, and some people said they just get stuck in a rut, you know, just going through the motions. Um, and that, and I think that that can be really easy, if stuff, especially for people who have grown up in church, it could just be easy to just show up and do the thing. And, and then maybe, maybe now you're married and you, you go to church with your husband or wife and, and now you have kids. So it's just kind of what you do. And so it can be easy to get stuck in and stuck in the motion. So some of these things are just our flesh. Um, a lot of it is getting distracted, I think, um, and big surprise, I'm talking on all worship the, from the worship pastor, right? Okay, but it's, it's good stuff. It's good, it's good. So some, some of the more worldly things, though, that distract us, you know, just like, like, oh, what is that worship leader wearing? Oh, my goodness. Uh, you know, or that, that would be, a, that's an example of a worldly thing, um, that it's not like a spiritual problem that you're having. That's just like, you just need to get over it now. <laughs> but, but, but no, in, in all actuality, right, we come to church to, to worship God, right? And so sometimes we let these little things distract us. And I'm not like venting or anything. This isn't like a problem we have in our church. No one says anything about what I wear. It's fine. Um, uh, I'm serious. It's fine. <laughs> but these are serious things that like when people commented on this post, um, this isn't people from the cities. Um, a lot of times people think it's, um, oh, this is they feel like the worship team will like dress a certain way, so they feel like they may not fit in at this church. Have you guys ever experienced that? Um, that's that's something that that a lot of churches um, can struggle with. Um, so this is these are just so that would be like an example of a worldly thing. Um, some some things are spiritual, um, and so like maybe some of the lyrics are like off base. You may think, and so that kind of messes you up. So uh, let's look at some other ways that we can be mindful um, when we're worshiping God. So maybe some different ways that we can worship in, in our worship, um, experiences. So, um, there are many words in the Bible that are translated into the word praise, right? So when we see the English, it says praise. We think that there's probably some Hebrew word that just translates to praise, but like psych, there's a lot of them. And we just translate it into the word praise, right? But there may be like different more specific meanings. Does that make sense? So, um, but there were, so there were originally many original words that meant different kinds of praise, but they've been grouped into seven main words of praise. Okay. So we're going to talk about those seven today. And this is so cool, you guys. I'm so excited. So if you have notes, um, I think there's a little insert in your bulletin. If you have a pen and uh, whatever, uh, write some notes down. These, these are really cool the ways that we can worship um, differently than just um, what we may be used to doing on Sunday morning. So the first Hebrew word of praise that we'll be starting out with is called halal. Can you all say halal? Halal, yeah. You guys are all sound like you're sick and hocking up a loogie. Halal. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. Everyone, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> the word halal, this is good. The word halal comes from a root word. That means to be clear. It can also be translated to shine. So that's interesting. Um, halal means to shine, boast, celebrate, to sing, 
act calamorously foolish, or dance. And so that's super interesting because um, it just, now we see it as, again, so just to keep us all on the same page, we see the word praise in, in, in our scriptures, but if we look at the original Hebrew context, it would say halal in some of these scriptures, and we'll go through some of these, okay? So, for example, let's check out 2 Samuel 6, 21b through 22. You don't have to look up all these. We're going to be going quick. Um, it says, I will celebrate before the Lord. I will become even more undignified than this, and I will become humiliated in my own eyes. David danced before the Lord. He acted calamitously foolish. He halaled. Um, Psalm 149.3 says, let them phrase his name with dancing. Disclaimer, this does not mean acting foolish means you're praising God. <laughs> okay, what this is saying is that the many things of God asks us to do what would seem foolish to the world into our flesh. It makes us feel weird, right? But that's our carnality. So God wants us to celebrate him. He wants us to step out of our comfort zone. So if we're, um, for example, like if I was if I was down here during worship and I was just doing some like super weird dances, well, again, I just say super weird dances because that's just our flesh. It might be weird, but maybe that's how we're expressing through worship, right? So I'll just keep moving. Uh, Psalm 35, 18 says, I will praise Halal, in this context, I will halal you before all the people. Another version says, before the great assembly. So publicly, right? So publicly, in front of people. Um, again, stepping out of what we would consider probably our comfort zone. I thought about saying, having like a, a cute little box up here maybe, and, and this would be my comfort zone box. And then stepping out of it. <laughs> so this is this is a lot of a lot of the stuff really pushes what we're comfortable with um and it and I, I won't lie like it makes you uncomfortable because it's not what like is the norm um but it's really really great to, to have these contexts as we as we learn about uh, different hebrew words of praise and how we can express our praise differently in worship so moving on um psalm 63 5 says with singing lips my mouth will praise or halal you psalm 69 30 says i will praise or halal God's name in song and glorify him with thanksgiving. So when you want your relationship to deepen, your relationship with God to deepen, to grow, to blossom, um, so much of that is being in his word, right? And seeking him daily and so much more. So we, when we want to grow in our like just relationship with God, right? We, we go to church, we are in our word, um, you know, we, we listen to sermons online or podcasts or whatever, right? Because we're always doing like specific things so to grow in our relationship with God. But the same thing with worship. What are we doing? What steps are we taking to grow in our, in our worship with God? It's, it's a whole other thing, a whole other area that we can grow in. And that's really neat to me. Um, so if we want our worship to deepen, we have to ask ourselves, what steps are we taking for it to grow? You know, this is, um, and this is, again, stepping out of your comfort zone kind of thing, right? So what steps are we taking for it to grow? Are we stepping out of our comfort zone? I think, I think it'd be easy. I, I, I won't lie. Like, I don't step out of my comfort zone a lot. And I think that that's the answer for a lot of people um, because it's not 
enjoyable. It's uncomfortable. That's the whole point of it, right? It's, it's out of our comfort zone. Um, and so uh, as we keep going through, um, these are some steps that we can take forward to grow. So as we keep going, Psalm 69, 34 says, let heaven and earth praise or halal him, the seas and all that move in him. Going on, Psalm 145.2 says, Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name. Praise, halal. So this isn't, well, well, I had a pretty good worship experience Sunday morning, so we'll take it easy now. No, this, is, this, is like a, this isn't just a riding the roller coaster up and down kind of thing um, where, like, you know, you're, you're, oh, you stepped out of your comfort zone, and your worship's great, and your relationship with God is great, and then you're like, ah, no, I'll take it easy, right? So this isn't one of those things. This is scripture saying every day, every day, I will praise you and extol your name forever. Um, so it's not a uh, think to yourself, man, I stepped out of my comfort zone enough, so I'll take it easy for a while. I'll, uh, I'll stay in my seat this Sunday, or, you know, whatever these, these thoughts are, you know, oh, I stepped out of my comfort zone last week, so I'm chilling this week. So this is like an everyday thing. And this isn't just like in church, Right, so it's easy to put this context in church, but this is something we can do in in, in every aspect of our life. Um, so I mentioned this this one in the beginning, but Psalms one forty nine three says, "Let them praise His name with dancing." Um, I always think of uh, sports games. Sports games. Wow, I'm a musician. <laughs> so yeah, I'm clearly a huge sports fan. Sports games. Um, but you know, <laughs> I do like sports for the record. But when we think about sports and we watch them on, on TV and whatnot, um, I feel like, man, people are going crazy. I mean, they're doing something like I would never do, you know, like painting your face and not wearing a shirt in negative 30 degree weather. weather. I mean, like that stuff that I'm like, oh, good for you, man. You are into that. Um, but, <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's interesting that, to think about that. Like they're so excited about football or, or baseball or whatever. Um, what if we were that excited for, for God and everything he's done for us, you know? And I hate to make that comparison because it's, it's, I know it's different. But um, those are the things, that's, that's halal. When I think of halal, I think of like just going nuts, right? Um, so moving on quickly. The second uh, Hebrew word of phrase is called zamar. Can everyone say zamar with me? Oh, you guys, you guys have had some classes, haven't you? Yeah, that was great. That was really great. Um, so I have a huge passion for worship. Um, I was called into full-time ministry when I was a teenager, and uh, I went to Bible school at North Central University, the same school that CJ and Cheryl went to, um, and my wife went there as well. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to share this next one, this next Hebrew word of praise. This is um, kind of specific, but again, a really, a really cool thing that can help give us context as far as what we do um, when this happens in worship. So zamar means to praise with instruments, to touch the strings, or to pluck the strings of an instrument, to sing, to praise. Um, got the next one coming up here. Here it comes. There it is. A musical word which is largely involved with joyful expressions of music with musical instruments. So pretty much... Um, what musical instruments were then was a lot of times like stringed instruments, like a lyre and all those kind of things, harp things. Um, but ultimately, um, what it was, was, was it was giving God praise uh, to play an instrument. And that, that is a way that we can give God praise. Psalms 21.13 says, Be exalted in your strength, Lord, and we will sing and praise, or zamar, 
your might. So in that context, that word praise said zamar. So I think this is really interesting. Um, so this scripture is talking about singing and praising him, right? So if you notice, it said, be exalted in your strength, Lord. We will sing and praise. So sing, it's already saying sing, and then praise is what the zamar was, right? So really, it's saying, um, it's interesting that it's saying to sing and praise him because if praising him consisted of just singing, then it would probably say something like, Lord, we sing your praise. But this specific scripture is saying, Lord, we sing and praise your name. So in that case, it's saying, Lord, we sing your name and we give you praise, Zamar, via playing, I keep doing this like I'm playing a guitar, right? <laughs> but it's saying that we give God praise through playing an, an instrument. Um, and um, I wanna, one thing I always encourage, um, or maybe I don't always encourage, but one thing I think is really neat um, is a lot of times like in, in different church areas or whatever, um, it's like I have I have a whole like tech area of my awesome volunteers that are over here in the background. Give it up for them. All of them. Um, so a lot of times like people will, will um, maybe, and this is in all different kinds of churches, um, they might like try to, to like worship like this when they're like supposed to be doing like a certain, like, you know, running like the, the projectors, doing pro presenter or, or doing sound or something like that, right? And then, but, and that's cool because like, oh, awesome that we're praising God, but then like he might miss something, right? Um, but that's the, that's just really cool because this is Zamar. If you're running sound, for example, um, that's Zamar. You're using, um, it may not be a stringed instrument, but it is an instrument that you're using to worship God through. You're, you're adding to the worship experience, just like as if you were playing a bass guitar, you know? Um, so does that make sense? How, how we can worship God um, with instruments and they may not be musical, they may not be um, whatever, but, but it still gives God praise. So that's what Zamar is talking about. So we're not finished with Zamar, but I do want to take time to look at our next Hebrew word of praise um, as it goes hands in hand, hand in hand with Zamar. So the next Hebrew word of praise is called Tehillah. Can you guys say that? Tehillah. Oh, you guys said it so cool. Wow. That was really good. I'm really impressed. Um, so tequila means to sing. Ah, okay. So this means to sing with songs or hymns, laudations of the spirit, laudation being the formal word um, for praise, the song of the Lord, spontaneous song to the Lord. Ooh. Now y'all can do that. You may be like, oh, I don't do sound. I don't do this. I don't do instruments, blah, blah, blah. But y'all can sing. And uh, this is a really, really cool uh, Hebrew word of phrase because this is saying, um, means to sing with songs or hymns, right? So singing, whereas Zumar was to play instruments, right? Right? So that's see how those things, two, those two go hand in hand. So tequila is derived from the word halal and means the singing of halals. Remember the halal we just went over? So to sing or to laud, perceived in, to involve music, especially singing hymns of the spirit, it says. So let's take a step back and relook at the word halal. Can you guys say halal one more time? Halal. Oh, so good. I'm so proud of you. Adventure Church knows they're Hebrew. Come on. People are going to be talking about it in town. Um, <laughs> um, so halal means to shine, boast, celebrate, to sing, act calamitously foolish, or dance. So if tequila was derived from the word halal, and it means the singing of halals. You can imagine that this isn't just standing there in your comfort zone, quietly singing to the Lord. 
right? Because while I was like, you know, act calamorously foolish, dance like David, whatever. Um, but this is, uh, this is saying, Tehillah is saying that it's to sing with songs or hymns, but it's uh, derived from halal. So to not just like sing like, Jesus, Jesus, right? So this is, this is, this is like getting crazy, y'all. It's about moving. It's about, you know, acting clamorously foolish and you're singing to, to God. Um, and so that, that's just, um, it's a laudation. It's your praise to God. Um, it's a spontaneous song to the Lord. And this is what I really love. Um, have you guys ever heard a worship leader or worship song say something like, uh, along the lines of like, sing your own song? Yeah. This is, um, I, I say it often too. Um, it's, it's biblical. I'm not just like, say like, hey, do whatever you want. <laughs> We're going to play over here. Um, this, is, this is a biblical thing that we do in Psalms. Um, it's so Psalms 40, verse 3 says, He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. So God gives us the ability to sing all kinds of different praises. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't necessarily need to be the lyrics of the current worship song that we're singing. Now, it doesn't mean just, you know, sing whatever you want when everyone else is singing, good, good father. It's not, <laughs> like, if we're like, you're good, good, you're like, Lord, I love you. It's, you know, we're not talking about that, um, which, hey, man, sing your own song, that's cool. But um, there's a time when we sing uh, corporately as a family, right? Um, and that gives uh, God glory. And then there's times where we, um, where, uh, we, where we can sing our own song, uh, a song that we're just, you know, that can just be simple as, like, we bless your name, you're worthy of our praise, or whatever, you know. Um, you're just singing worship to God. You're just singing, uh, giving him glory. Um, and so uh, we want to be uh, in unity and in as a family. But in those times where maybe the band is playing an instrumental and there isn't given lyrics, um, that's a perfect time to, to practice Tehillah. So maybe the band is, is there's like this instrumental um, and, and maybe like there's some like line that the piano or the, or the guitar is playing. Um, I, I know like if I wasn't musical, I'd be like in the, in the audience like, like, what do I do now? There's no words to sing, right? Has anyone ever felt like that? Be honest, it's totally fine. Any show of hands? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so while the band would be zamaring, right? Zamar to play, to play with stringed instrument, right? Um, and they're worshiping by playing instrument. That is a great time for the rest of us to practice tequila. And I think that's super cool. Um, so that's singing your own song to him. So there might be uh, just a chord progression that's being played. And we might even just like have like a time of worship where we're just like, hey, sing your own song to God. And that's really neat because it's, it's a really cool way that God can just speak through you, speak to you um, of different ways that you can uh, worship him, different words that uh, he's given you. And, um, and maybe words that you've never even thought of, you know, words that you've never even heard before and stuff. Um, so Psalms 43, 40, verse 3 is saying to sing a new song from your heart to God. Here's some different uses of tequila. Tequila has many uses. We'll take a look at some of them. Tequila is comely, beautiful, proper, becoming. I'm going to roll through these really quick because we have so much great content to go through. Um, Psalms 33.1 says, Sing joyfully to the Lord, you righteous. It is fitting for the upright to praise or tequila him. So there's an example of where praise is in scripture, but in the original Hebrew, it's Tehillah. Tehillah brings evangelism. As we've already discussed, he put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Uh, so Psalms 40 verse 3 says he gives us words to speak. 
Yeah, right. He, he, it's not like just where he, God doesn't give us songs. They automatically get on the projector screen, right? God just, just speaks to us directly. And that's super cool. Uh, to should be continuous. Psalm 71, 14 says, as for me, I will always have hope. I will always have hope. I will praise you more and more. So this isn't just a Hebrew word of praise that you do once, right? So it says, as for me, I will always have hope. I will praise you more and more. So it's continuous. I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. Psalms 34, 1. So we should always be striving for more and more of him continuously. So this, this Hebrew, I feel like this Hebrew word of praise is like a ton that we could talk about. Um, I had to cut out so much content of this because this is such a neat Hebrew word of praise. But uh, so it's saying that it should be continuous. It's saying that it should um, be a song that, that he gives us, right? Uh, uh, to sing a new song to the Lord. Um, so when should we use Tehillah? Let's take a look at what it means again. To sing with songs or hymns, laudations of the Spirit, the song of the Lord, spontaneous songs of the Lord. Have you guys ever heard of Bethel when they do spontaneous songs? Bethel music and Reading. Yeah, it's it's super, super cool. Um, and they, they're just like, they just like specifically leave a time and like the worship leader will just be, you know, just playing a little something, something. And, and they just like sing out what, what words God is giving them. And that's how like a lot of their songs are written. And I think that's, that's super neat. And so they're, they're using tequila in that, in that example. Um, Psalms 34, one says, I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. So basically all the time, uh, I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. But what does that look like in our worship services? We have a lot of freedom in worship at this church. Um, so what I would call um, free worship is is like we may like uh, like I was saying before we may have like a time where we're just like playing and we're just kind of waiting on the Lord. You know, it's not like we don't have words on the screen for you to sing. Um, and this is in like a lot of churches, by the way. This isn't like just how we do worship here. This is this is an awesome way that we can just provide an atmosphere for God to speak to us um, and to practice this Hebrew word of praise. So we might have like some free worship time where we just are just like, hey, we're just be playing. And uh, you just be speaking to God. You let him Him uh, speak to you. And and uh, that's where you can use tequila. Um, so singing your own song to the Lord. Let's look at our next Hebrew word of praise. It's called, this is fun, Shabbat. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> There's like rain here. Shabbat. <laughs> that was great. Um, Shavak means to command, to triumph, to shout before God in praise. Woo! Come on. I heard some of y'all in worship today. Y'all were Shavakin. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Yeah, this is a really cool thing. Psalm 63 3 says, Because your steadfast love is better than my life, or better than life, my lips will praise Shabak you. So then that context, that word praise. Is actually translated to Shabbat, right? So because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. So, I mean, honestly, they're probably shouting that scripture. I just don't want to hurt your eardrums right now. Um, another translation says, your unfailing love is better to me than life itself. How I praise or Shabbat you. So sometimes we take for granted um, God's unfailing love. I mean, can we think about that just for a second? Um, it never fails. It never fails. And at times it might seem like there's like dry periods and like we just don't hear from God or blah, blah, blah. But ultimately God's, God's love never fails. It's, it's unfailing. As humans, we're used to failure. It's a part of life as we know it. 
it's hard to grasp that. But with God, there's no failure. His love is everlasting. And that's something to get excited about. Come on. Yeah. Oh, we got a live church in this place. Come on, y'all. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, Psalm 41 or 47 one says, clap your hands, all peoples. Shout unto God with loud songs of joy. Woo. Oh, y'all doing it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, so that's something that I love. I mean, I can't, I can't even tell you guys. I don't even have time to get off track, but I'm going to. Um, so, so my, like, this pops me up so much is when I'm listening to worship, um, like, from, you know, like, on YouTube or something, and I hear the crowd just, like, cheering. Oh, my gosh, that pumps me up so much. Uh, that, that, that is Shabbat. Uh, they're they're shouting unto God, man. They're they're cheering, they're clapping their hands, just like it says here in Psalms 47:1. It says, "Clap your hands, all peoples! Shout to God with loud songs of joy!" Woo, man! And when you can hear the crowd, when you got all the mics up here on the stage, right? And you and then you, we have like some crowd mics, and other churches do like at Bethel and stuff or whatever elevation, and you can hear them, man. I love that stuff. Because that, that's, a, that's a church that's on fire, man. That's a church that is clapping. They're praising God. They're so excited. Um, and that because of that, that excites me and that pumps me up. And so I, I love that. I love that. Oh, we got excited. Woo. Uh, <laughs> so again, Shabbat means to command triumph, to shout before God in praise. And to me, it sounds like Psalms 47.1 is a command, right? They're not saying, hey, maybe if you feel like it, this would be cool if you could shout to God, you know, right? They're, they're saying it as a command, right? Um, so it's, it's, it's not just like a, thank you, Lord. Bless your name, golf clap, right? This is, this is like a get rowdy, get rowdy uh, clap. This is bigger than a, oh my goodness, the Packers just won the Super Bowl kind of clap. Am I right? Oh, yeah, now y'all know what I'm saying. Now y'all... For the booers, you're on the wrong page. That's not what but but this is this is uh, this is something to get excited about, right? Um, <laughs> so Psalm 66 one says, "Shout for joy to God, all the earth." Uh oh, this verse says all the earth, and this ver- and the verse before that, uh, Psalms 47 one said, "Clap your hands, all you nations." So this is a command. We're to shout before God in praise. When I think of Shabbat, I can't help but think of the Battle of Jericho. Y'all familiar with that? Come on, Sunday school. It's coming in handy. Yep. We, uh, we know it. And if it's not Sunday school, it's in the Bible. Uh, <laughs> we know the story of Joshua who fell the Battle of Jericho. Uh, we know on the seventh day, the seven priests that bore seven trumpets of a ram's horn, blew their horns, into all who had been marching around the city of Jericho shouted, and the walls came a-tumbling down. Yeah, that was that was Shabbat, y'all. That was Shabbat. Uh, Joshua six fifteen says, "On the seventh day, they rose early at the dawn of the day and marched around the city in the same manner seven times. And it was only on that day that they marched around the city seven times. And at the seventh time, when the priests had blown their trumpets, Zamar, Joshua said to the people, "Shout for the Lord has given you the city." Boom, Shabbat. There it is in, in context, you guys. That's so cool. Um, but here's the thing. Some people think shouting gives them authority. Some shout because they want to be heard. 
But God calls us to shout because we hear him and he's worthy to be praised. It's true. It's really true. Um, so we can, God gives us a lot of different things that we can do. Um, and yelling is one of them. <laughs> um, but like all the things that God gives us to do, it's how we use it. And so um, with Shabbat, um, God's giving that to us because because uh, we hear him and he's worthy to be praised. So we give him thanks. Our next Hebrew word of praise is tauda. Oh, y'all didn't know I was coming in like that. You were like, oh, right now? Yeah, right now. Tauda. 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 Ooh, come on. All right. So tauda. Tauda means a confession of thanks and praise to for what God is going to do, extending hands and praise for things to come, a celebration. Also a sacrifice of praise, a procession of worshipers or a choir. That's a lot to, to let's talk about that again. Okay. A confession of thanks and praise for what God is going to do. Extended hands and praise for things to come. A celebration. Also, a sacrifice of praise. A procession of worshipers or choir. In Psalm 100, um, his steadfast love endures forever. It's a psalm for giving thanks. Tauda. Psalm 100 says, make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. Verse 4 says, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. So we're to enter his gates with thanksgiving already. And I never thought about this until I was like looking in Tauda. And, um, I'll finish what it says. So we're to uh, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. So we're to enter his gates with thanksgiving already. Not enter his gates and then give thanks. And that's kind of something to think about, right? When someone invites us over for dinner, when you're done eating at some point, like if, I mean, if you have a heart. No, I'm just, if you're nice, you say, you say, hey, thanks so much for the meal, right? You Something like that. Um, but this is like, you like, you're like, knock, knock, and they open the door, and you're like, hey, thanks for dinner, <laughs> right? It's to come, but seriously, it's to come with that mindset that you, you're already thanking God for what he's going to do. So you're coming with an expectant heart. Um, so as we approach, um, oh, no, let me go back. Um, Psalms 50:23 says, the one who offers thanksgiving at his sacrifice glorifies me. Okay, so it's, it's glory. Um, as we approach thanksgiving, there are, these are some of the great verses to be thinking about as we go through um, our week and weekend. So we need to not only be thankful for the things that God has done, but the things that God is going to do. And sometimes we forget about that, right? So like we're going through a hard time and then we're like, oh, everything's bad, you're praying, right? And, and you're so distracted and blah, blah, blah. And you're just praying that God will make whatever your negative situation is to become positive or to resolve, right? Um, and then if it does and, and go in our way or whatever you want to call that, then we're like, oh, thank you, Lord, right? I mean, we even say that all the time. People who aren't even Christians are like, oh, thank God, <laughs> right? I mean, that's something that's pretty normal for us to do. But this is saying, you know, God, even though I'm going through this hard time right now, even though my loved one um, is, is going through health problems, even though my finances are a wreck and I have no idea how I'm going to get out, um, even though I just got laid off, God, I thank you. And that's not an easy thing for us to do, right? That's not an easy thing for us to be, all right, God. Thanks. <laughs> it can almost sound sarcastic. Thanks, Lord. No, but seriously, this is, 
this is a time where we can we can intentionally give God thanks. Even though we're going through stuff, God still deserves the praise. And we, if we have the attitude of like, but God, you're going to resolve this. Um, thank you in advance for what you're going to do. Um, this this is just a whole other thing. So let's let's keep going. Oh, man. Uh, we need to not only be thankful for the things that God has done, but thankful of the things that God is going to do. The definition of thanksgiving is an act of giving thanks, grateful acknowledgement of benefits or favors, especially to God. Psalms 107.22 says, And let them offer thanks, sacrifices of thanksgiving and tell of his deeds in songs of joy. That's what happens when I try to look at the clock and I lose my place. <laughs> um, we're called to give God praise in the good and the bad situations, but sometimes we forget to give God uh, thanks in advance, right, for the things that he's going to do. And this is a form of praise. Um, I'm going to skip down to our next Hebrew word of praise is Barak. Y'all say Barak? Barak, all right. Barak means to kneel, to bow and worship, prostrate and fall down, often translated bless. So this is interesting to me um, because it's not like a big form of, of like praise, right? It's not like a outward big form. So um, Psalm 72, 15 says, may the people always pray for him, the king, and bless or barak him all day long. King James Version says, and daily shall he be praised. So Barak can also mean salute, which I thought is interesting. In times of um, going over these Hebrew words of praise, um, we've actually been, um, someone's asked us to salute the Lord, which felt super weird, <laughs> right? So we're all standing there and we're just like, thank you, Lord. But once you get past the weirdness of it, then it's then it's like, wow. I mean, it's something that we do for, for fallen soldiers and or people who are serving or, you know, whatever in the military. Um, and it's, it, it, and it has power. Um, and to, to just bow in, in reverence and, and respect, um, it, it has a lot of power even today. Um, so um, bowing or falling down would have been more appropriate in those times in culture, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't hold power today. Psalm 95, six says, come, let us bow in worship. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. That respect that we have for those who have laid down their lives so that others can be free is the same respect that we have for, for those should be much more for Jesus, right? So we have this huge respect for people who have served and all that, and I'm not discounting any of that. Don't get me wrong. But but with that same respect, it's we can have that for, for Jesus as well. So that, that same respect that we have to salute um, or bowing, whatever, that that is also... Uh, we can use that same exact weight for Jesus. So we can honor God in that and give him praise with that. Our next Hebrew word of praise is yada. Can we all say yada? Yada, not Yoda. <laughs> not Yoda. That's not, that's not what we're talking about. Uh, we're talking about yada. All right. So don't get confused. Um, <laughs> yada is a verb with a root meaning, the extended hand. To throw out the hand, therefore to worship with extended hand, or to revere, to worship with the hands, clapping, ringing, extended, waving. There's so much we could go into this, but we just don't have the time, unfortunately. But um, ultimately, this is where um, where lifted hands comes from, right? So yada is to um, to praise with extended hand. So if you ever go into church, you're like, why are all these people, are they like deodorant checking? Like... You know, what's going on? Um, that, that's where this is coming from. Um, 
There's this whole story um, that we're, uh, we'll have to run right through, um, but Genesis 29, uh, 35, um, it's, it talks about the first time uh, that, that Leah uh, gave praise to God with extended hand. Um, we'll have to run over this. I'm so sorry, but we just have to get through all this because it's so good and I'm not preaching next week, so I can't finish up like Pastor CJ can. <laughs> so um, extended hand in praise. Um, so let me go through a couple of these things. Um, Psalm 138, one says, a Psalm of David, I give you thanks, O Lord, with all my heart. I will sing your praises before the gods. So it says, I sing your praises with hands extended because that's what that praise means. So that's what, um, so it's there in, in scripture multiple times as, as Yada, not Yoda. Um, we have a really quick, um, I have this, this video that kind of gives a little um, example of different ways that we can um, step out of our comfort zone. And maybe we're not like super coming to church and we're like, we're maybe have like a more liturgical background and we haven't, um, you know, lifted our hands. That sounds like super weird to us. There's different like levels that you can step out of your comfort zone. So let's, let's check this out. We actually have names. We actually have names for our hand raises. So I'm going to walk you through real quick. Okay. What they are just to let you know, say you're my church. Music is rocking. Start slow. Hands in the pockets, little elbow flap. You're fine. <laughs> Very subtle. Get warmed up. Get your heart rate up. When you're warmed up, start with the first one. Ready? Carry the TV. Carry the TV. That's our first one. Very subtle. Go to big screen. Big screen, a little wider. Next one's my fish was this big. My fish was this big. If you're a liar, you know out there, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Jesus loves you, Grace. Next one's hold my baby, hold my baby. Got dueling light bulbs. That's our next one, dueling light bulbs. We got goalpost. Everybody knows goalpost. Throwing a heartburn. A lot of people like to do heartburn. Double heartburn, right back to goalpost. What's my favorite? Mufasa. Mufasa, that's my favorite. The circle of life. Tim, can you go higher? Yes, you can. You can take one hand, go a bunch of different stuff. Pointer, hatchet, schoolroom. Release the doves, give the Lord a high five. Press it out. A lot of women like to wash the window. Wash the window. And when you're comfortable there, go for the big three. Village people, Rocky, touchdown. There you go. There's your big three. So... <laughs> So we can have fun, right, in worship. Um, and so, but in all, in all seriousness, don't let these things go to your mind when you're worshiping, truly. I mean, we can joke around, um, but these, this is, it's legit. I, it's funny, so I, I had to. I'm sorry, not sorry. But, um, but if, seriously, though, in all, in all seriousness, um, if, you're, if you're struggling maybe to, to make that connection, um, you can start in different ways as long as you're just stepping out of your comfort zone, you know, um, in, all, in all seriousness, guys. Um, this is a different way. If, if I remember, there's so many stories I want to tell you. I have so many little, so little time. Um, but in, in kids camp uh, growing up, I had the same thing. Um, I started out holding the TV, <laughs> but it's fine. Like it really is fine. Uh, when no one, no one comes to you, like if you're a new Christian, maybe you've never been to church and stuff before. Um, and this is all new and maybe weird to you. Um, it, it'd be a lot to, to just like go all of a sudden, like go all out maybe. And maybe you've done that. That's great. But um, it's okay to start in different little steps like that. So that's what um, Yada is, is about. And I think that one's super cool. I love it. Um, so what does stepping out of our comfort zone look like for each of us? 
So just think about your worship time. Um, think about what you may do. Um, and this isn't like a convicting thing. It's just like a how can I how can I increase my my um, my worship relationship? You know, how can I step out of my comfort zone? Um, and maybe it is just like seriously like raising one hand, like and like it's funny and stuff. But like it's it's a real thing though, right? Um, maybe maybe it is just like taking those baby steps to to make your relationship with God deepen. Um, maybe it's maybe it's jumping up and down. Sometimes you have to force yourself to do some of these things too because it's so not like you. Um, and that's totally cool. I love seeing people jump up and down in worship. I think that's super awesome. And it may not be like their personality, but they're putting that aside because they want to give God glory. Um, so uh, there's no reason that your halal can't become your yada, right? There's no reason that that you can't go crazy for God. Um, and it might be baby steps. It might be a one thing transformation. Um, but there's there's so many uh, different ways. So be thinking about these different ways as we've um, as you go throughout your week and as you're in different worship settings. Maybe you're just at home and you want to do it at home. Those are all really great, really great things that you can do. Uh, really great uh, opportunities that you can uh, express worship differently. Can be dismissed. Father God, we thank you so much for this love offering that we've given. God, that we can bless our community. God, that we can bless um, these Thanksgiving uh, baskets. God, that we can bless our families, Jesus. God, we pray that your love would be in each and every one of these things, God. God, we pray that you'll go with us through this week. God, you'll help us to keep these seven Hebrew words of praise in mind as we worship you in every aspect of our life, God, in every aspect of, of church and at home and at work, God. We pray that you would just help us keep these things in mind as we can worship you in all different ways, Lord. You are are so good and we are sure to give you all the praise and everyone said amen amen thank you for joining us today at adventure church we'll see you next week thank you for listening to this week's message from adventure church would you consider a financial gift to help support this ministry giving is simple and safe just go to our website www.adventurechurchsiren.com and click on the give tab thank you for your generous gift